Hey San, welcome back to Next of Gothenburg. This is our second episode after the big comeback last Saturday. Just a, a few words about the show. Next of Gothenburg has been an on and off tradition. It stopped like uh, in March 2019. I guess it just takes some longer time for some stops to be made. Um, but uh, last Saturday you had a chance to meet half of the crew. So if you have been a loyal audience, you might have recognized some new voices. And this day, today on the studio, will be myself, Faye. Next to me, I have Vasilis. Hi, Vasilis. Hi. And we are also connected through Zoom to Like. Like, are you here with us? Yes, I'm here. Hi. So, Vasili, would you mind reminding the audience what this show is generally about? So, this is a show in general about Gothenburg and people who have uh, recently moved here or are. Uh, are Come, they come from different uh, countries, different areas of the world. So today we are going to talk a, a bit about ourselves and uh, what brought us to Gothenburg and uh, uh, what brought us at KO 103. And uh, we also play some nice music for you. Brilliant. So shall we start with Like on the phone? Like, would you like to tell us a few things about yourself? Who are you? Uh, yeah, I uh, can do that. I'm so I'm Like. I'm from the Netherlands, and I started my masters here in Gothenburg just this year, actually in September. Um, I'm doing the master uh, ecotoxicology, wow. which is basically like a mix of uh, biology, chemistry, and environmental sciences. How come did you join the K103 station? Oh, um, well, I just saw the like uh, the ad I got via email from the University of Gothenburg, and I was intrigued by, I don't know, the radio making. I hadn't thought of it ever before that somebody could make radio, or uh, but I really like music and uh, listening to and discovering new music. So uh, that's why I thought maybe it's interesting to join K103. Mm -hmm. And would you like to tell us what you like to do in your free time? Uh, yeah, so I live in a student dorm here in Gothenburg. And uh, in my free time, I just really like to hang out with uh, my friends here at the student dorm. Uh, we have a lot of dinners together and um, just beers and barbecues and it's really fun. And besides that, I also enjoy going to the gym very often. I love taking the classes at the gym and hiking is also a big, uh, yeah, big thing I enjoy. It's perfect to be in Sweden here and, and love hiking. Yeah. Vasily, shall you... Introduce yourself. I arrived in Gothenburg uh, around six six months ago. I'm from from Greece. I don't know if I said that before. And uh, actually, I'm not a newcomer in Sweden. I studied in uh, Kodeho in Stockholm uh, between 2013 and 2016. Um, I really liked the time I spent in uh, Sweden. I didn't have the chance to visit. Gothenburg back then 
and uh, now after working some years in Greece I uh, came back uh, with my partner uh, she wor- she works in uh, Chalmers University and uh, I'm searching for a job here um, so that's the reason I moved from Athens Greece to Gothenburg and uh, I really like it so far what did you study I study mechanical engineering in Greece and then uh, integrated product design in KTH, which is, uh, I think, the eternal opponent of Chalmers University. Uh, Some people say that, and I receive some funny comments about that (laughs) whenever I tell people that I studied in Stockholm. Uh, But it's nice competition for... uh, uh advance of technology yeah i bet that <laughs> and what would you like to what do you like to do in your free time oh many things uh one of the things i like most is listening to music and playing music and uh, that uh, was uh, one of the reasons that i uh, found about k103 and uh joined you in this show so I uh, recently started um, learning the clarinet I bought a clarinet and started uh, learning how to play that I play uh, the guitar the drums and I have also been singing in bands and choirs uh, in Greece in the past I also like hiking I really enjoy the beautiful nature uh, in Sweden and especially around Gothenburg. I also watch movies, read books. Uh, that's that's it, more or less. What about you? <laughs> that's quite a lot of stuff, actually. I would really like a concert here with a clarinet when you learn <laughs> and whatever singing. Yeah, yeah. I can I can do a second voice. <laughs> it would be nice. <laughs> what about me? So. Uh, my name is Faye. Originally, I'm called Fotini, and my last name is Papathanasiou. You will not need to ever pronounce that, Like uh, <laughs> You can just call me Faye. It's creating yeah. troubles for both both of us. But it's it's a famous Greek last name. I think one of the most famous Greek composers, Vagelis, for those who know mm-hmm. him, is. His name is his last name is Papathanasiou. Unfortunately, I have no relationship with Vangelis Papathanasiou, but yeah, <laughs> maybe I have uh, some talent. I need to explore. Um, so, why am I in Gothenburg? Um, I guess after studying some years in Greece, uh, I moved to study a little bit more in Slovenia, and then I moved to study a little bit more in Scotland. So if you see the pattern there, it's kind of countries that go northern and northern and they start always with S. (laughs) So Sweden was the only choice. Uh, It was not my actually intention (laughs) to come to the north, but it just happened. I'm a pharmacist by background and uh, I got a very interesting job opportunity here in the industry. So I'm not a student anymore. I wish I was. (laughs) 
So, yeah, and I joined K103 because uh, there was just an ad popping up in my Facebook. And uh, I remember that when I was very, very young, I had a dream to do a radio show. Uh, so here I am now. Uh, I'm fulfilling the dream. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, I guess that's it. Better late than never. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's uh, an old uh, Greek saying, clique. <laughs> Yeah, we also use it in the, in the Netherlands, better late than never. I think it's a very wise, wise thing to say. So, mm -hmm. yeah, besides radio production uh, lately, uh, well, COVID has freaked me out quite a lot. I'm quite an extrovert person. I like swimming. Uh, I, I like spending time with friends and I really, really love tra traveling. So that's going to be done as soon as we get out of this situation. Uh, but I also have a little bit of an introvert side, so I also like painting and playing chess. Mm, interesting. And uh, nice. you mentioned uh, traveling before, Faye. In two days I'm flying to Greece and uh, uh, I, haven't, I haven't traveled for s almost six months, so I didn't know that it's so hard to travel in these days. And, tests and uh, strict measures and all that but that's uh, a topic of another show we're not going to talk <laughs> about this today but I yeah guess. i can analyze the logistics of traveling around if you want to it's it's just a lot of things you have to take into account and you never know if you get stuck somewhere in frankfurt airport for 10 days quarantine I hope you don't. Yeah, I keep making scenarios uh, in my mind and <laughs> they all uh, end bad and I want to stop thinking about them. <laughs> uh, You're lucky, Liki, because you can travel uh, by car to the Netherlands, I guess. It's easier for you if you want to go home. Yeah, yeah, I guess technically, yeah, that's true. I could. It's like uh, 12 hours to drive home. Yeah, but in, in one go then. Of course, you need uh, stops in between the 12 hours. But I mean, officially, I guess you still need all the testing and, and stuff uh, if you drive, right? Uh, I have a friend uh, from Greece who lives here in Gothenburg and he went to Amsterdam during uh, the Christmas period by car. Uh, he did it in like back and forth in two days or three days and they didn't stop him. Uh, they didn't check him about the test or anything. Uh, they, oh, nice. They only stopped him when he was crossing Germany to come back and they searched his car for drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's the uh, only Vasilis, how come uh, you actually chose Sweden for your first for Stockholm and then after to come again with your wife? I, I wanted to to study more about product design and uh, st uh, Stockholm and Sweden, uh, uh, they are famous for uh, the Swedish design, Svensk design. <laughs> so I applied to KTH in Stockholm, and also to Chalmers. And uh, my other option was DTU in uh, Denmark. And I got accepted first from KDH, so I w went on with that option. Uh, I feel really lucky to have done that, and 
I had a great experience uh, during my studies there and uh, I have made a lot of friends and uh, I'm looking forward to visit Stockholm soon to meet them. Nice. Oh, yeah. Do you like the the Swedish design like IKEA and H&M <laughs> or do you have another style now? I like IKEA. Uh, yes, they uh, I like the simple lines and clear design as they call it, I think Swedish people. It's usually designed that it's also functional and useful. So, it's something that it's good looking and uh, not too complicated for, complicated for the eye so i like that yeah, true i also really like like the buildings they have here in Gothenburg but also in Stockholm they have some pretty nice buildings and of course the typical swedish houses uh, with all the colors the, they're super cute and in with the wood i really like them do you prefer the ones that are in the city center the like uh, older classical houses or yeah uh, smaller cute ones yeah yeah those uh, well i i don't know if i prefer them no i think i prefer the the cute houses <laughs> the, yeah but i really like the i know the look of the older buildings yeah 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 hello hello back welcome back to next stop gothenburg Liki, uh, are you with us i hope you're not sleeping Sophie, uh, you were speaking before about public speaking. How is this experience with uh, your new job? Which, which of all the jobs? This one? The, la the last one. <laughs> so, yeah, one of the reasons that I think the K103 will improve me is uh, trying to speak while I think. <laughs> it's something I need to do in my everyday job. Well, a little bit more thinking in that case. Uh, so, Liki, are you with us? Do you hear us? Yes, I hear you. Great. So for the next part of this show, I would like to hear your funny or not funny stories from when you firstly arrived to Gothenburg. I'm going to go last with this because I arrived to Gothenburg two and a half years ago. So I, I will have to try to remember. <laughs> Liki, do you want to go first? Yeah, that's okay. I can go first. So my story is not going to be super long, but uh, so I live, I told you already, I live in this student dorm and it's great, but uh, already the first two weeks of uh, our student dorm, this, there were these weird guys walking around and uh, they, they were always checking our bikes. And um, there's this, also this weird guy with a dog. So one day, a lot of policemen, they showed up to our dorm room uh, or outside and, uh, and then they started to arrest these guys, these two guys. And uh, somebody filmed it from their from their room. So <laughs> I have the video of it still. And uh, yeah, it's crazy for apparently they were a bike thieves and a drug dealer. And uh, it just felt like... I was almost like back in the Netherlands because in the Netherlands you also have, of course, a lot of bikes and therefore also a lot of bike thieves. And it's also always very important to lock your bike double. And uh, well, in the Netherlands, it's not illegal to do drugs, so that helps. But <laughs> it was still crazy. Uh, <laughs> like it felt like I was back in the Netherlands. <laughs> so you didn't feel homesick in your weird. first days here? No. <laughs> 
No, not at all. <laughs> well, I also have yeah. <laughs> uh, a similar experience because I spent uh, a semester in the Netherlands uh, during my master's and uh, I wanted to have a bike to be able to move and uh, there were some ads of bikes in Facebook so I found one bike that I liked it was a really cheap bike and I thought about uh, checking it and uh, so I wrote to that guy who sold who was selling it and we met and he was a strange guy and he brought another bike than the one that was <laughs> in the ad so I asked him, oh, it's a different bike. <laughs> What's going wrong? And he was, uh, he told me, okay, uh, don't you like this? I can bring you another one. But tell me, uh, how would you like it to be? And I will bring you a bike like, like, the, like the one you want. Um, oh <laughs> So I, I guess yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it was he was a guy who was picking bikes, and uh, mm -hmm. eventually I told him that I don't want a bike from him, and uh, but I didn't no, uh, do anything with the police or I don't know how things work in the Netherlands. I was uh, for a short period there. Do you have more info about that, uh, Lieke? Yeah, no, I've also had or uh, heard this uh, happen before, exactly where somebody who got their bike stolen and then they try to search for it on Facebook and then they found their bike on Facebook. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, of course, stealing a bike is uh, is, is illegal. You get, a, get arrested for that. But I think also um, buying a stolen bike, it's also uh, illegal if you know it was stolen, basically. Well, you never know yes. that it's stolen. Yeah, I think there are, <laughs> no. there are some databases on the internet where you can check the serial number of the bike if if uh, it's declared there and you can find if it's stolen or not. Do, yeah. do bikes have serial yeah, numbers? Exactly. Where can you see them? Uh, they do, but it depends on the brand and... Uh, Yes, the most expensive bikes, they have a tutorial on the website where to find the serial number uh, or something like that. Liki, at least you didn't get your bike stolen in Sweden, right? No, no, not in Sweden yet, luckily. <laughs> no, exactly. But in the Netherlands, I've had my bike stolen a lot. Yeah. Oh. And it sucks. <laughs> How many times do then, you lock it? Yeah, you, uh, like lock it. Yeah, I uh, I mean I always l locked it. Sometimes I only locked it once, but I always try to lock it twice. But I mean sometimes you're drunk and then you forget to <laughs> lock it a double, and then yeah, and then you get uh, or you get back and then your bike stolen. That really sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes, from my experience, it's hard to find your bike in the Netherlands. Because especially in the train yeah. stations, there are so many bikes and on different levels. And I remember going around trying to remember where I put my bike. It takes mm -hmm. a lot of time. Yeah, it's very true. In the Netherlands, it could take yeah, a lot of time bike. for you. It depends on what you have done during the night. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. But I remember those big parking places for bikes. That is, it's not safe at all to leave your bike there, they say. And I guess, yeah, it's the truth. But I would never be able to find my bike. That, that's, that's completely true. 
Yeah, I have the worst bike of the world here with the best locker ever. So I think it doesn't attract a lot of people. I have it for two years now. Successful. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and how yeah, you... when I got here, I uh, it was very um, coincidental because uh, I got a friend and he had an, another Dutch friend who left. And um, so I could basically just buy her bike because she left her bike here which is really nice and it's a bright orange bike and it's uh, it's great yeah i got it for very cheap like about how is uh, cycling here uh, uh, in comparison with the netherlands you must have cycled a lot in the past mm -hmm. yeah so here cycling it's it's really good actually i was uh, i didn't really know how sweden was as a cycling country but it's really good and um, especially in gothenburg You have uh, separate bike lanes almost everywhere, which is yeah really good, and the roads are also nice. So, but the, I don't see a lot of cyclists on the road. Yeah, at least not as much as in the Netherlands. <laughs> in Netherlands, everybody cycles. Yeah, the thing that impressed me in Netherlands, and I don't know, I haven't explored it here yet, if it's a possibility, is if you can take your bike and go outside of Gothenburg with your bike, because the Netherlands. The whole country, you can cycle it and flat, you can flat. go. It's <laughs> it's not only flat, but they have uh, bicycle roads mm -hmm. next to the highway. Yeah. And not only next to the highway, even in more green places with cute villages and cows around and everything. I, I haven't yeah. figured anything like that in Gothenburg. Have you guys? Um, <laughs> no, but I haven't really cycled outside the city yet. So maybe that's why I don't know. <laughs> I have cycled to Meldau. I don't know if I pronounce it correctly. Mendel. Yeah. Uh, and there, there are some some parts where there is bicycle road, but uh, sometimes you have to get in the main road and out of it. So it's it's not just a straight uh, line. So it gets a bit complicated outside the, the city, I guess. Yeah. Do you consider Mondal outside yeah, of the exactly. city? <laughs> I thought it was outside. <laughs> it's, it's another uh, area, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. For yeah, me, I mean, it's uh, that the Gothenburg is hilly. It, it's not uh, great for cycling, of yeah. course, because if it's steep, it's a really, uh, a really a workout, basically, to go up the hill. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say, that uh, it's kind of hard to cycle around the city here with uh, all uh, the uphill streets. Um, so I guess it's it's always nice to cycle along the coastline, which is kind of flat. But uh, near uh, near Chalmers and uh, where our studio is, it's, uh, it's a bit hard. Going up and down. Mm -hmm. Shall we? Yeah, so that was my story. <laughs> my uh, first two weeks here. What happened to those guys eventually? Um, well, I've never saw the guy with the dog again. So <laughs> I guess they got arrested or they they uh, got another area to, I guess, deal drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the second. <laughs> Okay. They thought, oh, they know us here. We better move on. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. Welcome back to Next of Gothenburg. We are here with Vasilis, Like, Like on Just... Zoom, and myself, Faye. And we are sharing our first stories, first funny stories and impressions from the Gothenburg city, because we are all expats. So, Vasily, would you like to share with us how was your first arrival in Gothenburg? Or you want to describe maybe your first arrival in Sweden? I don't know. I don't remember a story from my arrival, a funny one, but uh, I thought about some funny stories that have happened to me recently. And uh, something funny is that uh, every time I speak with my parents uh, and we have a video call, uh, I'm inside and I wear a t-shirt and my mom looks at me and she's saying, oh, you're in Sweden, aren't you cold? Why are you wearing just that t-shirt? And I'm trying to explain to her that I am inside and uh, heating is good and uh, I don't need more clothes inside. Uh, but uh, I have to explain over and over again every time uh, she sees me. And uh, this is connected to another more funny story that uh, I have for uh, from New Year's Eve or it was Christmas uh, that uh, I think uh, those days were really sunny and nice but uh, it also started uh, the first snow I think around those days so I I went to visit a friend on uh, on the Christmas day and uh, I was late so I forgot my hat and I went there in uh, around noontime so it was kind of warm I used uh, the tram and uh, when I left uh, my friend's house it was a night and then I realized that I oh my god I don't have my hat and I have to walk to the train station which was like one kilometer far away so I started walking in the beginning it was okay but then at some point uh, my I couldn't feel my ears <laughs> so I just put my hands over my ears and kept walking on the on the road like eight nine hundred meters with my hands on my ears and people were looking at me <laughs> and I don't know what they were thinking about. <laughs> Probably he got crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. And uh, after that, I put a sticker on uh, my door from the inside, uh, like a checklist to remember to take my hat, gloves, uh, <laughs> and jacket whenever I go out in the city. It never happened to you again, right? Uh, not not that much. <laughs> I guess we have all experienced that. <laughs> At least I have. Um, Like, how did you find uh, the weather in Sweden? That's a topic I always want to discuss no matter what. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, the weather's nice. I mean, uh, there have been some rainy days, but it's the same in the Netherlands. So for me, it's it's quite okay. Yeah, and 
Well, of course, the, um, in the winter, it was like minus 15, minus 20. That's extreme. I haven't come across it. But I mean, if uh, you just layer for it, we are a lot of layers, then it's really doable. Yeah, I think I would agree. I mean, uh, we in Greece also have the same kind of weather. It's uh, just uh, three or four layers more that we need to wear and that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> What I have learned here is always bring like uh, an extra extra sweater or something because yeah if you get <laughs> if you get cold you can always put it on and if you but if you get hot you can always take it off. True that yes, Vasily said that he's uh, actually noting on his uh, door to not forget to take stuff with him like gloves, hat. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> should we should add the sweater? I think oh, it's very useful. <laughs> But that's uh, that's a tricky part with Sweden and people that see us. I mean, I am sunbathing lately in my balcony and it's uh, three degrees. I have photos, I have documents. My parents are wondering how I can do it. But it's uh, it's so warm when the sun shines, actually. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah. And also when, uh, when there are like clouds there, I feel like they keep in the heat. So if there are no clouds, then it's colder. But if there are clouds, then it's warmer. Somehow. Yes, I have also felt that, and it's it seems strange to me. The sunny days have cold nights, and uh, cloudy days uh, are warmer at night. I really cannot explain yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. True that. What do you prefer, cloudness and uh, warmer weather, or the, this crispy thing that your ears are about to fall off and your nose? And <laughs> And sunshine. Like, uh, who was this question? Yeah, it was a question. <laughs> <laughs> do you prefer your? Do you prefer the cloudy thing and the warmer part, or this crispy cold and uh, sunshine? And me, I prefer. Well, I prefer a mix, of course. I, I, but I really like uh, clouds. I really like looking at clouds and um, uh, and. But I, uh, like the white clouds, they're the best. And the white clouds, and then they have some spots of blue in between, like from the sky. That's the best, I think. I will keep yeah. this statement as the most interesting thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. In the Netherlands, the, the Netherlands has great clouds, like almost always. If it's uh, if, if it's not raining, then the clouds are really great and. Uh, it's really fun to look at it. And uh, I've noticed in Sweden, the clouds are a bit less less good, I would say, yeah. Is it because marijuana is not legalized in Sweden? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I will cut this part. <laughs> but that's a great promotion. Come to the Netherlands to enjoy our beautiful clouds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Welcome back. This is uh, Next of Gothenburg. We are back with myself, Faye, Vasilis and Like in a Zoom call. We are talking about our funny experiences, funny first stories when we arrived to Gothenburg. And I guess now it is my turn. So it has... We are all ears. <laughs> This is direct Greek translation, <laughs> but you have to get used to this kind of stuff with two Greeks in the group. So it has been quite a lot of time, actually. It has been two and a half years that I arrived here. So my memory kind of starts fading now. But what I remember very vividly is the 
huge cultural shock I received when I arrived here in the first days. And I think all started with the sounds people were making. <laughs> so coming directly from Scotland, where I was doing my master studies, uh, I guess I was used to some different sounds like I, uh, <laughs> give me a beer or something like that. And, you know, the people in the UK, even in Scotland, are generally very, very polite. People in Sweden are also very polite, but people in the UK tend to verbalize it quite a lot. So if you're, for example, uh bumping into somebody on the street they will be like oh i'm sorry i'm so sorry excuse me it's like uh, they did the worst scene of the world here it's not exactly the same so when i was trying to get on the bus i bumped into somebody actually they bumped into me and i almost fell down on the floor and the reaction was oi <laughs> well <laughs> Oh, in Sweden, after two years and a half, I, I found out that it means, oops, excuse me, or, or really, it, it can be used in various ways. But in the UK, I remember, oi was kind of, what, what are you doing or something like that? It was like, he was blaming me. So yeah, that, that felt quite awkward. I felt that people here are very rude, which is not true, of course. <laughs> but this continued, I think, on the... On the Days on the first days I was here, I was living in a hotel for a couple of days. So I remember I was having breakfast in, down in the hotel lobby, um, and there was a couple there. I sat kind of next to them, so I was kind of yeah, not intentionally listening to their conversations. Not, not that I was understanding anything, but the thing was that in this conversation there was something very interesting for me the one person was talking and the other person was doing just mm, ah, ah, mm, ah. <laughs> i felt it was so annoying <laughs> i had to move table i actually did <laughs> i have this thing in my brain that when i hear a thing repeatedly my brain works in a way that i'm just waiting for the next time for it to happen <laughs> so yeah i guess that's just me it pisses you off more and more. Uh, yeah. Yes, I, I don't know. I, I, I just couldn't enjoy my breakfast. I had to leave. But I think this... Oh, my God. This thing continued on my first day at work. Uh, so I was working in the lab back then. And, you know, the first days you want to make a very good impression to your boss, the people that train you. Uh, I remember I asked a question to the person that was giving me the training and she did <gasps> I felt <laughs> I, I felt that I did something really wrong there's something an explosion in the lab I don't know it was uh, something so strange that I got used to listening to I'm not doing this yet I guess after five years in Sweden I might start doing that have you guys uh, I have noticed that too a lot and also with the expression like uh, precise or uh, exact uh, exact and uh, maybe that's exactly. that can be a topic for another for a whole show to <laughs> speak about uh, the Swedish uh, manners and expressions and maybe we can have a Swedish guest in the show to talk more about that and explain us how it works yeah I guess it's uh... yeah if you want 
Go on, Licky. If you want this, you uh, write it to us on the Facebook, right? What What do you mean? If they have any uh, suggestions, if our listeners have any suggestions, they can write us on Facebook on uh, Next Up Gothenburg. Or if they like the idea we pre- we just, for example, said. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a very good idea that we... I mean, as we go along, I see that there are quite a lot of topics that we bring up uh, for potential future shows. So I think that's a very mm-hmm. good yeah, idea to... Yeah, please uh, write us on Facebook if you would like to cover something. Yeah. Yes. yeah and, and back to the sounds, I also uh, have noticed this. Exactly. <laughs> but in the Netherlands, we also also do it. But it's like uh, it's like feedback that they're listening to your conversation. And uh, so it's actually nice. But yeah, if you focus on it too much, I guess it, it can become annoying and uh, you can get distracted from your own what you want to tell. <laughs> Through that, I actually, yeah. I, yeah, in the beginning it was happening like that. And somebody told me that, oh, in one year you're going to be doing it as well. And oh, <laughs> I am doing it as well. <laughs> Especially when I'm trying to speak Swedish, it's uh, I, mean, I mean maybe because I can't speak that well. Ah, oh, and mm, are very easy to do. <laughs> so. But you are also adapting, oh, yeah. so it's a good thing. I, I think. Yeah, true that. <laughs> so we're uh, closing to the end, and it's time to have our last last song. Is there something that you would like to share with our listeners? I'm not sure. Oh, I think no, uh, okay. maybe um, that the, there are going to be more and more shows for that. I'm not sure about the topic of the next one. It could be, I think, about our cultures and traditions, but I'm not exactly sure. So looking forward to that. It can be a surprise, but <laughs> please uh, write on our Facebook page what you would like to hear from us. We are experts in all subjects. <laughs> Yeah, that so was a joke. Uh, no, we are. We can be. We're searching. Yeah, and you hear us on uh, next week Saturday again, right? At one. Yes, it's always going to be Saturday at one. Yeah. Nice. So see you next Saturday. Hey, do. Hey, da. <laughs>